10 Comedic Moments. I find this play so funny. At our cast rehearsals, it was often hard for the actors not to break character, because inevitably some line would make all of us laugh out loud. I decided to dwell in my enjoyment of the humor by sharing with you what I thought were the top 10 funny moments in Act 1. Narrowing it to 10 requires me to omit many a line I thought was hilarious, so if I left out some of your favorites, please share them with me in the Facebook group. Rather than ranking them, I will organize them in order of their appearance in the act. Number one. First up is the one that probably made me laugh the hardest, and the one I have regaled people with ever since I first read this play. After we have settled ourselves into one of those conventional stories of star-crossed lovers from feuding families, the whole thing is turned upside down with one delightful, unexpected, and hysterically funny twist. Pascano runs quickly to the wall and climbs up on it. Bergamon. Bergamon. Same business. Pascano. They embrace. From the moment the supposed ancient enemies hugged each other, I knew Rostan's story would be anything but conventional, and I couldn't wait to discover what would happen next. He didn't disappoint. I stayed on my toes and laughing. Number two. When Bergamon finds Personay mooning by the wall, he puts on a show of ignorance, questioning him about what he is always doing there. Personay, still under Sylvette's spell and knowing she is listening, starts poetically rhapsodizing about his adoration of the wall. Bergamon's response, after he finds that Personay is reading plays, was funny for many reasons. Bergamon, I know right well what brought you to this pass. You come to read in secret, plays, in verse, poetry. That's why you get worse and worse. It's amusing to hear the seeming Philistine of a father diagnose his son as suffering from some romantic contagion brought on by plays in verse. But it's funnier still if we consider that his very words are being said in a play and in verse. Rostand was a champion of verse plays in an age when they were becoming unfashionable. Number three. After all of Bergamon's talk of his hateful neighbor, that old rapscallion, and his resolution to fortify the wall with shards of broken glass, and after all Pascano's talk of that old scoundrel, his ancient foeman, and his resolution to make the wall bristle with iron spikes, these lines cracked me up. Bergamon, thou with Sylvette, dreamy blue eyes and all, we with one aim, Pascano, to take away the wall. When I was directing the cast, I always asked that they give slow, deliberate emphasis to that line. To take away the wall. After all the father's posturing, it was just so funny that this was really the point. Number four. So, as it turns out, the two fathers are, in reality, thick as thieves, and plotting how their estates might be united. One of the character-breaking crack-ups for us was the moment when Pascano, questioning how he might justify consenting to the marriage, recounts all the nasty things he's said about Bergamon. And Bergamon is hurt that he took things too far. Pascano. Maybe. But how? Careful is what I say. I have called you rascal, knave, gump. Bergamon. 
Gump indeed. Rascals enough. Don't go beyond the need. The ancient enemies are really a couple of sentimental softies. Speaking of which, we have number five. I laughed so hard at their fanciful vision for the garden they will have together. Bergamon, make all those charming changes we have planned. Pascano, will shape the ewes. Bergamon, whiten the walks with sand. Pascano, set out round flower beds, finer than a fiddle. Our monograms in posies in the middle. Monograms in posies. So much for spikes and shards. Number six. How I wish I could see this staged professionally. One of the funniest moments of physical comedy would undoubtedly be this one, when Bergamon and Pascano are caught in an embrace by their kids and have to think quick. Bergamon, thy daughter. Pascano, thy son. Bergamon, let's fight. They change the embrace to a clinch. Take that, Pascano, villain. And my cast always cracked up at performer Jeremiah Cobra's delivery of the line where Bergamon attempts to keep up his tough guy posturing after he has been exposed to the audience as a genial man with no real grudge. This rage, this paroxysm. Number seven. Everything about Straffarel is funny, from the moment he enters in his gorgeous costume and advances majestically to his flamboyant presentation of a poetic array of abduction options, to his diva-like arrangement of every fine detail when the abduction stage is set. Straffarel. Mandolin, stand. Alto, be seated. So. Look like the woodland concert of Watteau. First bravo in a mask, what's that? You twist. There, that's much better. Fine. Soft music. Hist. Straffarel has a very comedic kind of panache. Number eight. Since Bergamon and Pascano ordered an abduction of the highest class with extras, that includes setting it to music. But Personet is so caught up in his own romantic story that the music only makes it into his awareness for a moment, and then he moves on. Personet. Tall tree, a star ensilvers thy great dome. Whence is this music? Lo, the night has come. It's almost as if he expects reality to provide a soundtrack for his great love. Number nine. Another hysterical physical comedy moment would be the one when Straffarel falls dead in the sword fight with Personet. He parries a few times with the untrained child, then, though not even hit, Straffarel. Per Bacco, this youth fights like the devil. Duel between Persnay and Straffarel. Straffarel suddenly puts his hand to his breast. The fatal blow! He falls. Number ten. And finally, after the romantic tableau, Persnay kneeling at the side of Sylvette, Sylvette lauding Persnay as her rescuer, the fathers precipitately approving their union and pardoning each other, Straffarel waits for the children to go off and then snaps the scene back to reality when he rises from the place where he fell dead and hands Bergamon a paper. Bergamon, what is this, if you will? Straffarel, sir, it's my bill. And then he falls dead again. <laughs>